This podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog. Welcome to Eddie's Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for children, parents, families and teachers. Eddie and Captain Dave are in the learning journey rocket ready for takeoff. So fasten your seatbelt and sit back. It's time to dream, believe and shine. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast. Welcome back to Launchpads. Eddie's with me and we've got another guest waiting on the Launchpad to meet you. All you parents, teachers, children out there, welcome to another show. Now, before we get on to our guest, I want to thank uh, St Mary's Church in Peterborough because they are this month and for the next three months donating the breakfasts for our pupils. Every pupil at Dogsthorpe Infant School is being fed breakfast because it's very important for children's brains to be fed and their tummies to be fed. So we're offering them breakfast. And uh, for the next three months, for December through till the end of February, St Mary's Church in New Road in Peterborough are giving us the funding for that. Thank you very much to everyone at church. Now, I want you to meet Adele. It's not that Adele. I only wished I could yeah, get I her. Yeah, I won't sing. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I, I won't get her on the show. Oh, I don't think she'll come on the show. Well, not for the sort of money that I pay. <laughs> um, but we welcome Adele Darlington to the show. Welcome to the show, Adele. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. There's a series of books out called 100 Ideas for Teachers, and perhaps you teachers have come across that. They're a wonderful set of books because they give ideas not only for teachers but for parents as well. And Adele has written one in the series, brand new book, and she's going to tell us all about it now. Yes, so I recently had a book published with Bloomsbury. It's part of, like Dave said, the 100 Ideas um, series, which is a series for well, it's aimed at primary and secondary teachers, actually. There's some that are for primary teachers and some that are for secondary. I believe mine might be the 51st or the 52nd in the series, so there are a lot of them covering all different subjects. But I have to say mine is the first one with a multicoloured cover. No. So out of out of all those books, I thought didn't they thought that because it was an art edition, it was time to bring out the colour. So yeah, mine's the the first one they've done on the subject of art. It's a pocket sized book. It's great to fit in your school bag, um, and it's full of a hundred different ideas. So it's split up into different sections. So there's a drawing section, a painting section, and my favourite chapter to write actually was about careers in the arts. So different activities to introduce children to different creative careers, which I think is really important that the children know where art can take them in their lives. And yeah, so it's been a very busy year for me. Started writing it last October. I think I had to have the manuscript finished by about 
May time. And then it's been all go since then. So yeah, it launched on the 10th of November. So it's been out there for a couple of weeks now. Now, I first come across your work. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a very long time. And for one reason or another, we couldn't catch up. So it's great that you're with us now. Um, I first come across your work on Twitter. And mm-hmm. uh, some of the ideas that you offer on Twitter, and we'll, we'll put a link in, listeners, so you can uh, you, you can find Adele's uh, ideas on Twitter because they're really worth looking at. And they're mm-hmm. ve- some of them are, are very simple ideas, but they're very colourful and they're wonderful and they get children thinking imaginatively. Some of the ideas that you will have seen, seen on Twitter are definitely in my book. Um, I work in an early years classroom at the moment, so I'm an early years teacher and I've spent most of my career there in year one, actually. So, um, yeah, key stage one and early years are, my, are my, where my heart is, although I have taught across all year groups. But the um, ideas in the book can be adapted. So there's ideas within it, within each idea, so to speak, uh, to extend and perhaps to scale down the activity to suit all age groups. I know what it's like being a teacher. I know what it's like being a parent. You don't always have the pennies to spend, do you? So you try to make do with what you've got. So I haven't really used anything in the book that would cost extortionate amounts of money. Most of them, most of the ideas include um, things that you would have readily available, pens, pencils, newspaper even. I think there's a few ideas using newspaper, Um, scraps of paper to make paper sculptures. Yeah, nothing too expensive. When we went through a lockdown and we couldn't mm-hmm. get to our families, uh, we were sending ideas home. And, and, and that's when we saw parents working with children, you know, with yeah. large bed sheets, with cardboard <laughs> boxes mm-hmm. um, and, and yogurt pots. And they were making amazing things yeah. that, that we didn't do before the pandemic. No. And during lockdown, actually, that's where my Twitter um, account grew quite a lot because I created outdoor art boards so using a different theme each week the children had a different um outdoor art board so the parents could could do the activities with them as and when they wanted to really so it was like using leaves and using water using the weather using the sun using shadows so again those sorts of things are in the book too which don't cost anything because they're readily available on our doorsteps I loved art and I, I loved the tactile feel, whether that was working with plasticine and making a model or whether that was mm. painting. I just loved working with colours. And I think that that all stemmed from primary early years when yeah. we were just making silly things. But from that came my love of art now mm. that I visit museums and I, I can appreciate the use of colour and the use of materials. Yeah. And it all started through a gifted teacher like yourself who gave me a love of art. So parents, yeah. just that time that you spend with your child, even if it's just with a paintbrush doing a doing a picture, even if it's only abstract, it doesn't matter. It can be a springboard for a future career for, for that child or mm. just open up their life. That, that That's true, isn't it, Adele? It is. And also I think you've got when you think about art, you've got to think it's never just an art activity. When children are creating, they're doing so much more than that. There's those thinking skills, um, they're they're trial and error, you know, correcting mistakes, refining their work, 
collaborating if they're working alongside somebody else it, it's never just art or there are they could be finding out something scientific I like to um, use spray bottles outside and we when we're investigating gravity you know why do the drips drip why do they go down you know those sorts of things you can always um, connect your art activity to another area of the curriculum mm. and more learning and as well as um, creating a love of art in the children I want to give them a belief that they are all artists. There's no one right way of creating a piece of art. You know, mm. we're all artists. If you can make a dot on a piece of paper, mm. you're an artist. If you can write your name, you're an artist. It's about mm. making those marks, isn't it, on mm. a canvas? I think it's Picasso, wasn't it, who said that uh, every child is an artist or something exactly. like that? Exactly, yeah. That was, yeah. That was a quote that I seem to remember back in... <laughs> yeah, I do have that painted on the wall in my classroom. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go, you see, <laughs> listeners. It yeah. says every mm. every child is an artist in, in different ways and um, yeah. it's, it opens up creativity. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I was at school... Um, Art tended to be uh, tacked on to the end of everything else, mm. and uh, and it was often seen as a treat. You know, if you if we behaved as a class, it's, we've moved on now, listeners. We've moved on. This is when this is when the Romans were in town. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, it was tacked on at the end. And the great thing that I like now is that art is far more higher up. It's now mm. been linked with science, technology, engineering, and maths. You know, yeah. we've got this STEM as now STEAM because it includes art. And I think that's all going to give power to uh, people like yourself to uh, bring art to a completely new generation in a much more mm. powerful way. Would you, would you agree? Definitely. And like you say, art is fun, but it's a lot more than just fun. And I think there's sort of a myth isn't there that art's an easy activity to just like you say tag on but it's not easy we now art is sort of structured the children learn in progressive steps we we build up to create these artists and to, to give them a bank of, res, of resource within themselves to be able to pick and choose as themselves as individuals into how they create their own artwork we're, we're, we're creating little artists with skills and knowledge so I'm guessing that as you um, as you think about the future, I'm guessing you're you're coming up with new ideas all the time, are you? Always. I've got one of those brains though, where I'm always thinking of new ideas. I, sometimes it can be very good. Sometimes it can work negatively because I don't always finish my ideas before I want to start a new one. But yeah, I'm always. I can never just sort of look at a leaf and see it as a leaf. I'm always thinking of ways I can use it or and colour mixing, trying to think of new ways I can introduce that concept to children. You know, I, I can't just think, right, I'm done now. I'm always creating. There you are, listeners. All the more reason to mm. uh, to follow uh, Mrs Darlington on Twitter and getting some of those ideas. And um, when there's when it's a wet or a cold day and you can't go out for a walk or you just think, what am I going to do with, with that children? Instead of sitting them in front of a, a DVD, Get get out the art stuff and yeah. and think creatively because I I I just get so much out of it. I've always got so much out of it when I was a child, and I still do now. And I go and mm. I the the way I look at color is a totally different way as it was when I was a child. It's it's yeah, and it we develop, don't we, through our art? Definitely, yeah. So we've got this wonderful book. Where's the best place to uh, get a hold of it? Right, well, you can, it's available in all um, major retailers. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it from the Bloomsbury website themselves, or I think Waterstones have got it. If you were to type it into Google, it comes up in all the different shops. Brilliant. Well, there we are then, listeners. Uh, here's a wonderful resource that you need to get hold of. Uh, get it 
and put it in your uh, in, in your Christmas list. Put it on your Christmas list. How's yeah, that? Yeah, it, it would probably fit in a stocking, actually. Ah, well, there we go then. <laughs> there you go. Right off, off to Santa. Santa yeah. Right <laughs> off to Santa, children, and get this book because uh, you could then do it with your with your your family members at home, or even here's an idea: family, parents, teachers, if you get it. Take it into school and say we should be using this book in school because great ideas are worth sharing. Definitely, yeah. Adele, you're not going to sing for us, so I'm going to say. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can paint. I can draw. I definitely can't sing. I'm miming assembly. Oh, well. uh, okay. Well, at least you haven't got to get to Las Vegas tonight for your show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. Have fun created, everyone. His name is Eddie Edster, he's a well-being dog, and he's here at Dog Soap School. He's such a little cutie, wagging his tail, and the kids all think he's cool. He makes them feel safe, he's great for mental health, he gives them confidence from his very self. Not talking about money, but he brings so much wealth. He's Eddie Edster, the well-being dog. His name is Eddie Edster, he's the well-being dog. And he loves Christmas time. Blazing round the home, chewing on a bone. Eddie thinks it's fine. The children will be looking out for Santa Claus. But also giving high fives to Eddie's paws. Let's all thank Eddie with great applause. It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog. It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog. It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog. another great show comes to an end. Eddie and Captain Dave thank you all for listening to their show. Tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine. Part of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.